Ready? We live now, man. Now we live. Black African Power family was good, was happening. Well organized live. Defeats a disorganized truth. Every time, man. Man, ah. look, man. Hey. Ain't no fun sitting at the top by yourself. Ain't no fun. Man, so what's going on, Black Panther? What to do, bro? Glad to have you in the building, man. Glad to see you back around. Hey, man, you know, a lot, I feel a lot of for Houdier. Spears is flying, Sudos is crying. I'm back in the building, you know, trying to build tonight on this scientific racism, man. It's good uh, to squad, you know, squad up. We had the Black Dot Cultural Center on the 25th, you know. Damn right. Mm hmm Jawu, so you know, if you're in the ATL, come on out and uh, support us, man. Uh, check our Instagram page, Amara Squad. You'll find all the information on there. Check us on Facebook at Amara Squad Group. You can check us right here on the YouTube channel, Amara Squad Media. Website, AmaraSquad.org. You know, we always in the community doing big things. You know, we don't just run our mouth on the internet. We got to go out into and uh, meet you guys and and speak truth to power in the community. That's it's very important. So that's what we're going to be doing on the 25th. Come on out and support us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's going on, Brother Nahisi? I'm a raw squad up. I'm going to ride squad up, Marcy Warrior, Black African Power. I appreciate y'all letting me on them. Yeah, Marcy Warrior, yeah. Appreciate y'all letting me on the panel. Get ready for the night, see what we're discussing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, okay. So as we grow as a community and as we grow as a, 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 a as a family, the Armin Raw Squad, um, first I'd like to say I just appreciate y'all brothers. I uh, appreciate um, the book you're writing there, Brother Nahisi, can't wait, can't wait to read it. I'm sure you're going to put it in terms to where the community can kind of understand it. So, uh, you know, big ups to you on that. I mean, I don't mean to put the pressure on you. You know what I'm saying? Take your time, right? Make sure the work is right. Appreciate you, Brother Ben, saying, you know, being in the community. I'm putting the pressure. You're going to put the pressure on him? Yeah, you're going to put the pressure on him on the Massey side. Hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> So yeah, I, like I was saying, I appreciate you, Ben. Appreciate your work in the community, man. Um, appreciate your unwavering commitment to studying traditional African spiritualities. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, just appreciate you being in the community, period. And you know, you're my friend, you've been around for a minute. Appreciate your loyalty. And that goes for you too, brother Nahisi. I appreciate your loyalty. Um, shout out to uh, Sister Naya, Voices on Fire. Uh, shout out to Smash Rock Wells. Shout out to Dr. Oyamayat. Shout out to uh, Wuja. Uh, shout out to Saw. Shout out to Sanjetti. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's everybody. I say Smash. I think I did. Yep. Shout out. All right. Um, so you know we we you know we growing and you know we to the point where we kind of realize that our people are definitely sick Africans, um, and that does not exclude us. And so what, what we always wanted to do was uh, was, was kind of give a, a, you know, sometimes we put a, put a mirror up to something and you can actually see yourself. So I think that's what we do. 
We actually give you a chance to really see yourself, okay? And that's important to see yourself. And not only is it important to see yourself, it's important to see uh, different viewpoints. And I think that's what we do. We allow people to see themselves, right, and all their flaws, and we allow people to see the other side of the coin. And so this scientific racism is an issue that is bubbling, you know what I'm saying, in the community. And, you know, it, it's only bubbling in the conscious community. You feel me? So, like, this thing is, is understood already on what, what scientific racism is, what it is, and what it's not. All right? Um, so let me kind of start off a little bit. All right? <clears throat> and I just a working definition of what this is. So scientific racism, okay, referred to as race biology or racial biology or race realism. Uh, is the pseudoscientific belief that empirical evidence exists to support or justify racism, okay? Discrimination, racial inferiority, or racial superiority, right? Historically, si historically scientific racism ideas receive credence in the scientific community, but are no longer uh, considered scientific. And so that's very, very important that as we stand today, based off the work of scientists, right, whether we want to believe it or not, right, we now understand that that was a pseudoscientific concept, right? And so I've always said this, that there is no time in science where you did not have opposing views. That's what makes it science. Anybody want to add something to that? Man. It's really summed it up in in the first in the first paragraph because you said that scientific racism is the pseudo scientific belief that empirical evidence exists to justify racism or racial discrimination or racial inferiority or racial superiority. I don't think people, the pseudo-scientific, which means that I support. This means that people that say bad things about scientists are already defeated. <laughs> because you're saying Oh, modern, we shouldn't mess with science because they got scientific racism. The body of science as a whole deems scientific racism pseudo. Therefore, they are telling you <laughs> as a whole. So they don't support one race being superior or it's being inferior. They look at all in their proper context. So it's the pseudoscientific idea. Therefore, you cannot use it to combat discredit science because science does not. Hmm. How about you, Brother Nahis? You want to add something to that? 
Only thing I can add is you, you're just not going to get around science regardless. You just can't get around it. <laughs> you, you, it it'll outweigh you every time. You can't beat science. <laughs> hey, well, Sean, what's good, man? My clan warrior. What's good, man? I'm Ross Squad up. I see you. I'm Ross Squad up. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? You want to add something to that? No, nah, you can't add nothing behind what Ben just said, man. It's, 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 it's in line, man. I don't know why they fighting so hard against science. I mean. <laughs> you know you know why they are, Brother Sean? You know why they fighting so hard against science? And, and you know, Amaran Squad, we've discussed this in our little training sessions for years. When you say the word scientist, you know what pops up in people's heads? A white guy in a lab coat with a pocket <laughs> and some glasses. You, you make an excellent point. I think that's that's just like uh, what Garfield used to say. He says uh, he said when he used to close his eyes and hear the name Jesus, he think of a white man. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Yep. <laughs> It's the same analogy. Exactly. With that, with, with that vision in our heads, right, we hear we hear signs of a white dude. You know, James Small saying our souls, man, <laughs> because we see notions in our mind that science is white. Mm. When you go back and do the historical study, it's undoubtedly you can't challenge uh, the Lumumba. You can't challenge the Shango bone. You can't challenge the papyrus or the Brembire papyrus. These artifacts exist. And they are the foundation for what modern science is today. So if you, when you hear science, totally different problem uh, outside of defeating science, you have a, a cultural misunderstanding of science is and who the first scientists were. Mm-hmm. In fact, you can go to West Africa and they call it the bush. And you can see uh healers in the village. Uh documented documented herbs and plants and stuff like that. Uh this clearly shows that the African was always dedicated uh to science. Uh, most of the pharmaceutical companies, matter of fact, I can pull it up. Um, <clears throat> they get a lot of uh, uh, medicines from the from the rainforest. Okay, they they routinely sit with uh, traditional practitioners. And see, this is what people don't know. They actually sit with traditional practitioners around the world, uh, in Amazon and Africa, and they get a lot of formula for them. And they take it back and they break it down. 
they synthesize it, they take do whatever they need to do, and and it is what it is. And so they have no problem as much as they didn't call black people monkeys, uh, uh, underdeveloped Africa, quote unquote, black people are dumb. Man, they sure as hell sitting with them people on a regular basis all the time. You can't you, you can't deny that. You know, sci a scientist always give credit to where he gets uh, uh, you, you know his foundation from. And I'm gonna read a couple things in a minute. Um, the topic is very, very important because we just need to be clear. Time out for the black allergy, man. Where you make everything black, where you only see one side of the argument. If you're in a fight and all you got is a right hand, yo, at the end of the day, if you come up against a foe that is good with both his hands, you're gonna lose. You need to be able to understand the whole equation. You need to be able to recognize, like Nahisi said, there it's impossible to get around nature. You're not going to get around nature. So you best be studying her. I'm going to say it again. You're not going to get around nature. You're just not. And a lot of times as human beings, uh, we think nature, you know what I'm saying, revolve around us on our time. You know what I'm saying? We think that. Nature does not revolve around us. Nature don't need us. We need a nature. The only difference between us and the rest of the living organism on planet Earth, the rest of the animals, is that we walk around talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we, we need to recognize that. I think you said it, though, Ben, earlier today. You said that that people put you know, science in their own cultural context. Did, was that you that said that, Ben? You said that. Yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't so, talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely in their own cultural context. Right. And so they, of course, they thought they were superior. No one gave the history of how. Read the book by Walter Rodney's. How Europe underdeveloped Africa. By the time they got to West Africa, you know, we was building up another civilization. But how many times do you got to rebuild a damn civilization? How many times do you got to kick down an anthill, build it up again? Kick down an anthill, build it up again. You know what I'm saying? They had us on that process. You can go all the way back to the East Coast. They get defeated. You know what I'm saying? Uh, by the 18th dynasty. Okay. Um... Then you get the Assyrian invasion, okay? Uh, then you get the Persian. They, they, they you know, uh, I think Shabak and them get defeated, okay? They get defeated. They lose against uh, Sinacheb, all right? Sinacheb de defeats Shabaka, all right? Then you get the Persians come in and, and, and push out the... Um, uh, Assyrians, uh, Dr. Ben talks about, I mean, Walter Williams talks about this in his book. And he kept pushing us, you know what I'm saying? Um, this is a fact right here, okay? Um, after the Persians push out the Assyrians, right? Then the Greeks push out, you know what I'm saying? The Greeks, I think the Greeks push out 
No, they don't push out the Syrians. Who the who the, who I say the Greeks pushed out? Not the Syrians. They push out the uh damn. Greece didn't fight the Syrians. They got the hell that jumped my mind. I got on this daggone phone. Killed me dead in the water. Um, Persians. All right. Then the Romans defeat the Greeks and push out the Greeks. Then, you know, the 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 Arabs, you know what I'm saying? They push out, you know what I'm saying? The Byzantine Empire, the Romans, they pushed them out. All right. Then, quote unquote, you know, European colonialism come in. Look at this history right here. How much time is that? Constantly invading, constantly invading. Read the book, Destruction of Black Civilization. It, de it details this, that we was always trying to rebuild. They was always pushing us down south, cornering us off, always. Then you got to add nature to it. And so, you know, you figure, you figure for the, like the first two million years of human history, uh, Africa led the world in science and technology. All right? Yeah, plain and simple. Whether that be uh, Arthropithecus, whether that be Homo habilis, tool maker, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Homo erectus, you, you know what I'm saying? You know, they still an African stock, okay? And they manipulate nature, all right? And they developing certain things. You're plain and simple, you can't get past that. Led the world. And so by the time the invaders come in and invade, 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 man, it, it slowed us up. It slowed us all the way down to a screeching halt. So, you know, we, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and I think Brother Ben can speak to this. Uh, you can't not study how Africa got underdeveloped. Because if you don't, you'll miss it. You'll think that we didn't have signs. You, you know, why you think people you know, came to the valley like that. You know, you think they came to see the gods? See the statues. It's not why they came. They came because, because we were scientifically literate. You know what I'm saying? And we need to recognize this. And so casting science back into our image and our likeness is very, very important. Uh, black people have been part of the scientific struggle for truth since its onset. Uh, you know, I like to give, and I and I'm a, I'm a, this one I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start. I, I'm gonna source y'all up, right? Um, I'm gonna talk about the Nevis for a moment. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How they, you know, quote unquote, discovered uh, uh, what they call it, uh, uh, penicillin. Okay, like that's what they they did that. All right, and it's on record. All right, they 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 had medical beer. All right, and so when they found, when they went to the archaeological site and pulled up the bones, uh, uh, the bones resonated, you know what I'm saying? You know what the pillar's selling. For 200 years, now why is that important? Why is it important that the Nubians that, 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 that invented antibiotics had it in their system for 200 years? How long has the Europeans had antibiotics in the United States? Uh, Fleming. Fleming, they say, invented penicillin, right? Not a hundred years. It ain't even been a hundred years yet, right? And bacteria has already started to develop a resistance to that. Hmm. And so these Europeans, so these Africans, so these Chinese, 
to these Hindu, these Indians, right? That's the world community, you know, develop cocktails of antibiotics to fight the resistance, you know what I'm saying, that they're getting from the bacteria and the viruses, all right? I make this point, connect it back to the Negroes. How could they have medicinal beer for 200 years and not understand the process of evolution? They couldn't have kept the same type of cocktail because it wouldn't have worked no more. They couldn't have. They had to change the recipe over and over again. They had to understand that things transform. They would have had to. Else it wouldn't have made no sense to keep taking the same thing and then not do nothing for you. For 200 years. So you could never say there was a time when the African wasn't a part of, quote unquote, the scientific community. Never was that. And I know you want to say, well, we talk about the European science. No, I'm saying science, period. Chemistry, the whole nine yards, the oldest uh, uh, um, synthetic color is found in Egypt. All right, call it royal blue. Look it up. This is chemistry right now, right? So this, this issue of scientific racism is just a bunch of religious people hating on the scientific community. Make your point. Europeans did this. They absolutely did. There's no doubt about that. They used it, right, to, 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 to quote, unquote, back their points, all right? It was misinformation. It was pseudoscience. They take Charles Darwin's theory of natural selection, right, and they mess it all up. His cousin Galton does the same damn thing and creates a pseudoscience that was called eugenics during that time. Okay? So the point and the real truth is, is that even if Charles Darwin was a mass murderer, Adolf Hitler was a mass murderer, and all of them was, that don't mean that has nothing to do with evolution occurring in Earth. That has nothing to do with that. But yet they'll talk about that for a whole hour on how racist it is, how the theory is racist. No, evolution is not racist. People are racist. Make the example that the splitting of atoms, you can split atoms, right, and drop a bomb on Nagasaki and Hiroshima and kill hundreds of thousands of people. You could split the same atoms, right, and build a nuclear plant and heat and light, you know what I'm saying, a whole city. The atom is not evil. It's the people behind the science that's evil. So since we know it's the people behind the science that can be evil, biological warfare, design of drugs, you know what I'm saying, uh, creating certain situations based off of uh, uh, genes, you know what I'm saying? Tr bringing things back to life again. All kind of stuff. For good and bad reasons. It's the people behind science, you know what I'm saying, that let human humanity down. It wasn't the theory of evolution. The theory of evolution actually transformed them out of the mindset that all of a sudden, you know, we different races. And that's what people teach today in our community. They teach that we different races. They absolutely teach that. They sound just like the scientific racism, those who practice scientific racism under that. Why is it that our community sounds just like them? Somebody want to add something to that? I kind of jumped out there for a minute. I was throwing a little bit too long. Well, add something. 
Yeah, man. Uh, hopefully I'm not uh, cutting out in the chat. No, you good. Yeah, you good right now. All right, I wanna uh wanna share my screen a little bit. Hey, take the avatars out, yo. So you can show your stuff. Okay, uh I don't really know how to do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see it. Uh, I think that's it. I think. That did not work. All right. Hold on. This is it. Nope, that didn't work either. All right, fuck it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Everybody see see what I'm clicking on right here? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me enlarge this for you. Okay, so you see right here the four races of man. Mm -hmm. Getting at the right. The men in the picture are arranged in the same order as the races mentioned in the text, namely the Caucasian, the Negro, the Mongolian. In the American Indian, right? Uh, Negro is not a race. Nope, it's not a race. Neither is Mongolian. <laughs> Neither is American Indian. But this is the quote-unquote scientific racism of this time period. So you can see from the very beginning scientific racism was pseudo because this is what they came up with right four races on the entire planet right here this does not represent the divert the biological diversity that's on the planet earth it doesn't it's some people that do not fit into these categories genetically or phenotypically mm -hmm. But this is what they came up with. I want to show you something else. This is a this is a depiction of what was going on with a doctor, James Marion Sims. James Marion Sims was a doctor that was experimenting on African slaves in 1845. He didn't use any anesthesia. When they asked, why don't you use anesthesia? He said, they're Africans, they're monsters. They don't feel pain anyway. Mm -hmm. This is what came out of quote unquote racism. So I showed you that stuff to make a point. Mm -hmm. Now, in the case, case of James Marion's and in the case of the four, what is missing from this analysis of so-called science? 
What's missing is the actual analysis part. These are opinions. It was James Marion Sims' opinion that African people were monsters and that they didn't need an anesthesia. It was the opinions of the scientists of that day that there was only four races on the planet and those are the ones that they chose. But how many African slaves did James Marion Sims cut open and hear them scream before he realized that he was wrong? How many people did they have to go around the world and meet before they figured out that there are more than four races of man? <laughs> See, they were working backwards. You're supposed to use a method. That's why they came up with the scientific method. Because you have an idea, you have an hypothesis. That hypothesis has to be, and once it's tested, you have to either change your hypothesis or record the results. None of these people did that. None of them. They just kind of used their already subject bias, their racist opinion to formulate these so-called facts, right? Mm -hmm. If you really think about it, there is no such thing as scientific racism because what they were doing was not scientific. Nor was it reporting, observing a bunch of racist white men who inflicted their already racist uh, opinions on the map called it fact. We know in science today, there's no such thing as scientific facts. There's only the evidence that points to a conclusion and that evidence can always change. So these men were not practicing science as we know it today. These men were not practicing a method, a scientific method. They were not using a research method. They were just as pseudo as the pseudos that we are fighting today. And this is and this is what our community wants to study. They want to study things like that and try to discredit science. You're aligning yourself with neo-Nazis, with racist white men, and with people that have never respected the African race and all they want to do is make these wild conclusions based off delusions of their imagination of their mind. Even the term Caucasian, if you go back to the four races of man, even the term Caucasian that has survived to today is a misnomer. Who amongst us thinks that every white man has an origin to the Caucasus Mountains? <laughs> That's like me saying, <laughs> That's like me saying that every African has an origin in Uganda. Yeah. It does not work that way. Uh. How that term came into place is that it was, and I got to find his name, but it was a white guy that thought that the people from the Caucasus Mountains were the most beautiful people on the planet. So he made it a designator and it has survived to today. 
But every white person doesn't have a connection to the caucus mountains. Nigga was Lamech, the father taxonomy. That's him. That's mm -hmm. him. That's pseudo. Everybody, these are the most beautiful people on earth in the caucus mountains. He hadn't even been all around the earth. <laughs> <laughs> but that was his opinion. And that's why the Caucasian name came from. It came from him. So it's really a misnomer. So you can see right from the beginning how these people got so much wrong. And that's why modern science doesn't support them. Black people don't support them that are scientists. White people don't support them that are scientists. Asian, Chinese, whatever scientist you find will tell you that scientific racism is a bunch of bullshit. So be careful what you back. You got to be careful what you back. You got to be careful what you align yourself with because you end up looking crazy. Amen. I think Nahisi put up a great uh, post about that, about people that are, are, are backing certain theories that come from the most pseudo people of all time. But, you know, I can't make you study the origins of what you're uh, propagating to the people. All I can do is deal with the information. Hey, Ben, you said they wasn't practicing science, huh? No, it's not science. You know what they was practicing? <laughs> science. Science, as misspelled <laughs> new Hummer's degree. They was practicing science. <laughs> The science. <laughs> the science. <laughs> the science. <laughs> the science. <laughs> Where the video at? Cue up the video. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't ready for that video. Cue up the video. Kill it out. God damn, we little drive around here, man. Kill it out. <laughs> 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 they was practicing science. Kill it up. <laughs> Please give me that. Where is it at? Send it to me. I'm killing it up right now. <laughs> Tired of them. Tired of them. You know what I'm saying? Disrespecting the scientific community. You know what I'm saying? The black people. You know what I'm saying? Disrespecting the conscious community with the complete foolery. I'm tired of it. I can't take it no more. I can't stand it no more. I can't take it no more. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You send it to me yet? <laughs> <laughs> Nice seventeen. Yeah, oh, it coming, it coming. Put it in the dang on back chat, man, see? so we can we can see what they practicing. <laughs> oh man, inside joke. If y'all ain't been if y'all ain't been around for more than two years, yo, you ain't gonna get it. But when you see it, you gonna get it. Yes, you will get it. Something <laughs> <laughs> matter that I'm discussing. I have degrees in. <laughs> Tired of it, man. Oh. Hey, um, I, got, I got a question, man. Well, I gotta I gotta ask you this for a sister in the chat. Mm -hmm. Um, she having a hard time wrapping her mind around it, so she needs some she like information, so she's trying to learn. So uh since mm -hmm. since we on live right now, and I told her that I was gonna ask, so mm -hmm. uh she said it was okay. Now uh um, on Garfield's show, uh, Kepra came up in the chat or whatever about evolution or whatever, and mm -hmm. re being related to uh, evolution. 
-hmm. and she couldn't wrap her mind she couldn't wrap her mind around it like she couldn't wrap her mind around ben you can speak to this too um how our ancestors understood evolution and she was thinking like this is a darwin thing and like this was created out of you know some other realm of understanding you know these people had no understanding of evolution scientifically speaking and i was like no it's in there it's in the mythology it's 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 in there you know it's written you know then when you go and you translate text or you understand certain cosmologies and so on and so forth is there um okay so let's <clears throat> let's do this hold on watch this all right let me do something real simple all right i'm not gonna get complicated with it all right um okay okay uh let's see so um now i'm gonna use that i'm gonna use that all right let's see i'm gonna show y'all something real quick we put things in proper perspective right i think this is important so we're gonna need a working definition all right before I show you the working definition, all right, I want to show y'all something. Most people aren't even, man, most people aren't even familiar with. Let me just go to, all right, let's see. I'm going to use this blog. I ain't going to use nothing slick. Man, I'm not using nothing slick. All right, something regular. All right. Um, this is just to put your feelers out, right? Let me show y'all something real quick. Just put the feelers out. Nothing real technical, right? And I'm gonna come back. So I owe y'all two sources. I'm gonna owe you a source for this, which I'm gonna show you, and I'm gonna owe you a source for the Nubians uh, dealing with antibiotics, right? So I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Before we can even get to Kepler, we're gonna we're gonna show you that evolution is, is is an African tradition. All right, they hold damn um they hold daggone system. Remember, creation creates constantly. You know what I'm saying? That's the African thing. Like, look at it. If we was to read the cosmology story, hey Sean, I know you got the, the, the cosmology story. I came into being as Kepler, right? I mean, that's not the name of it, but you know what I'm talking about, correct? Yeah, I got to pull it up. Yeah, pull that up. And I want you to read that. That's going to be a continuing of constant evolution. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like the creator made something one day and then and boom, boom, boom. It wasn't that. It shows you that creation creates constantly. That nature is creating constantly. And that's the way they kick their thing. So let me, let me, let me, man, screen, screen sharing. All right, hold on. Damn, where is it at? All right, so y'all can see the picture, right? Y'all see the screen? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So left-hand side, we got the black thinker, right? Al Jaheed. On the right-hand side, we got Sir Charles Darwin. That's what Dr. Ben called him, Sir Charles Darwin. I think they knighted him or something. <laughs> Sir Charles Dawkins. Why? Why am I showing you this? Let me show you some of the black man's work. 
He wrote an encyclopedia. It's called the Book of Animals. Y'all see that? One of the pages out of his book. Type it in. The Book of Animals. All right. So let's see what this says real quick. I didn't, I, uh, it say the father of the theory of evolution, Al Jaheed, and his book of animals. I told you, I didn't even read it. All right, let me see. It's a long, I'm not going to read that. It's a long ass name. I don't want to disrespect the brother though. Abu Utman Ibn Bar Al Kanin Al Basik. Come on, man. Or also known as Al Jahiz was a Muslim writer and thinker of Ethiopian descent. He was born in 776 in Bashra, right? The second business, biggest city in Iraq. Remember during this time, Iraq was the capital of the Arab empire, okay? Even though his family was very poor, it did not stop. Al Jahiz uh, was seeking knowledge and attending lectures on different topics like Arabic poetry, philosophy, and lexicography. It says, I don't know where I'm at. It says, the gang knowledge and his desire for studying would later result in, in more than 200 books, though unfortunately only 30 of them survived. The most famous book written by Al Jahi is Kitib Al Halwam, Book of Animals. This multi volume book does not only describe more than 330, 350 varieties of animals, but also consists of pre-Islamic poetry, personal observations, humor, storytelling, and influences of Aristotle's zoological texts. Although the book of animals consists of a wide range of subject, the great amount of scientific information given is of great value. Algeed introduced the concept of biological evolution in this book. After observing animals and insects, Al-Jahid came to, listen to me, animals and insects. Al-Jahid came to the conclusion that there must be some mechanism which has influence on the evolution of animals. And this thousand years, this is a thousand years before dog. Plain and simple. We're, that's not up for debate. I'm not going to debate y'all Negro opinions on this. I refuse to do it. I'm just simply showing you that's an African thinker at 776. Uh, he wrote a daggone encyclopedia, the book of animals, and he's talking about that. So let me do this for you. Thousand years prior. Then we got to come to this right here. This is Sir Charles Darwin's work, The Origin of the Species by Means of Natural Selection. All right. Hold on, hold on. Before you get to Darwin, you got to go to John Edmund Stone. Go ahead. You got a picture of him? Pull one up. Uh, remember that day, yo, we spent looking for him on some real, on some serious sources. Remember that? Yeah, it's it's a it's a, and I remember the name of the article. For those uh, that need the source, you can go to J Store and type in the black bird stuffer. Wow. Mm -hmm. When you type that, it's going to come up with an article about a man named John Edmund Stone. Mm -hmm. 
it covers a period in Charles Darwin's life before he came up with natural selection. He was studying from a bird and that worked on a work uh, when he when he learned this from this guy. But he learned the text atomic ranks from John Edmiston, who was a black man. So this theory of natural selection that Charles Darwin came up with is not really his creation. He was inspired by John Edmiston to write the book that Unc just showed you. So this is further uh, proof the concept of evolution is not foreign to the African. Even the name Kepra uh, means transformation in uh, in Medunetra. So we have we have a, a, a multitude of sources that this is an African concept. If you go to Ifa and it talks about creation, it talks about Yemoja, and it talks about Ogun driving evolution forward. So this isn't something that you know we come we just made up. This isn't something that you know uh, other people aren't saying. The African was aware of evolution. Go ahead, on. Okay, so John Edmiston. I mean, remember Charles Darwin was going to school to be a medical doctor. Uh, um, uh, man, Edmiston actually convinced him um, <clears throat> not to do that. Uh, he, so, so Charles Darwin went by way of um, a naturalist. Emma Stone talked about the variety, variety of species in the Amazon. This is very essential to Charles Darwin's work, like Brother Ben said. He talked about the variety of different plants and animals that was in uh, uh, South Americans' rainforest, and he studied and he talked about the diversity and he. And, 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 and actually Darwin, people don't call Darwin a racist, but he actually sat at the feet of the, uh, at the brother. I don't, you know what? I'm not even gonna say set at the feet, but he definitely sat in his class and didn't have a problem with a black man teaching him in a time where white people wasn't having such things. And, and then you gotta really understand the times and how Europe had a whole different twist on slavery. You know, they, you know, they, they, they was basically dealing with the abolitionists at that particular point in history. And so, you know, Darwin was part of that movement. His father was, his grandfather was, his wife was, and he was in organizations and they called, they called black people their brothers. And that's documented. So anybody want to get slick, right? I'll show you that. You want to get slick, I can show you that. And so, you know, the answer to the sister question is, uh, you got brothers in this equation that we need to really talk about before we get to the Nile Valley. It's very, not, not, not complicated at all, right? And so let's look up the definition. First of all, Charles Darwin is not the father of evolution. Let's get this straight. Charles Darwin is the father of natural selection. Uh, scientists will say this, you know what I'm saying? Um, people will say this, right? But the truth is, he's the father of natural selection. He created the theory of natural selection, plain and simple, which is just one mechanism, okay, in uh, evolution. So I need to start giving you some good websites. Uh, good website is, uh, Natural selection, understanding evolution. It goes from the first grade all the way to the 12th grade, all the way to college level. Y'all need to get to this website. All right. Um, Berkeley University. Type it in Berkeley University, evolution. Maybe I could just give it to y'all. 
Mm. Um, before I give you that, let me read this very simple so we can see exactly what I'm saying. Let's see how complicated Darwin's theory of natural selection was. Let, let's see if anybody paying attention to this one. Let's see. Natural selection is the differential survival and reproduction of individuals due to differences in phenotype. They say it, it is the key mechanism in evolution. So the change in the, in the heritable traits characteristics of a population over generations. Charles Darwin popularized the term natural selection, contrasting it with, contrasting it with artificial selection. See, that's what all the pseudos die right there, right? Because if human beings, you know what I'm saying, can create artificial selection, which they can, I'll show you, Nature, so as hell, can create natural selection, okay? So natural selection is simply the effect natural forces have on living organisms on planet Earth. That's all it is, okay? You can see the diversity in the rainforest. You can see the diversity in your backyard. Go to your backyard while it's summertime. You will see a diverse population of plants, a diverse population of different types of grasses, different types of weed, different types of ants, right? Uh, and, and as you walk around your backyard and go into different ecologies within the backyard, you'll find different insects. Why is it there's a brown ant? Why is there's a black ant? Why are they red ants? Why are they little ants? Why are they big army ants? Why are they red roses? Why are they purple roses? Why are they sticker bushes? You know what I'm saying? Why are they different types of trees? Right? Why are they evergreen trees? You know what I'm saying? Why? Why is all these things occurring? Right. Why? So let's go to the Egyptians in the Nile Valley. Did you did you pull that source up, Sean? All right, let me go ahead and read it for the people. A African cosmology story. Thousands yeah, of years ago. Uh, antibiotic beer source. <laughs> I can pull that up real quick. All right. Give him that. Let me uh let me share my joint. All right, go ahead, give him that. Let me know when y'all can uh see my screen. I can see it, but you don't got it on, you don't got it on the thing. Okay. So this is this is uh you see it now? All right, there you go. Okay, this is NS uh NBC news ancient nubians drank beer laced with antibiotics if you go down to right here Stop. it says the team reported their results to the american journal of physical anthropology so journal you will also find another article that breaks this down even more i just pulled this one up really quick but uh it's talked about you know different things that they found in the beer you know uh Tetracycline, right here, is an antibiotic that's still used. Uh, if you ever get uh, into some trouble <laughs> with a young lady, <laughs> they might prescribe tetracycline to you. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's still being used today. This is another source that I was talking about. Excuse me, I said black bird suffer. It's also called, it's actually called Darwin's Negro bird suffer. And as your, and you can read it online for free. Hmm. 
Let's bam, that's right there. We're at Edinburgh. That's where he was when he met uh John Edmundstone. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh, yeah. And then you can see it right here. Uh I can highlight, uh they won't let me highlight, but if you can see my mouse, uh they talk about right here, the black slave of my friend John Mr. John Edmundstone, the proper way to do birds. So this is where he learned it from. Just let y'all know I don't just be talking. All right, uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go ahead and see what the remix say. Read it. I'm on my phone, so I can't share. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone know, man? It's the book of knowing the evolutions of Ra, or the many many manifestations of Ra, and overthrowing a pep. All right, it says, I am he who came into being in the form of the god Kepera. I am a creator of that which came into being. That is to say, I am the creator of everything which came into being. Now the things which I created and which came forth out of my mouth after that I have come into being myself were exceedingly many. The sky of the heaven had not come into being. The earth did not exist. And the children of the earth and the creeping things had not been made at the time. I myself raised them up from out of new, from a state of helpless inertness. I found no place whereon I could stand. I work a charm upon my own heart or will. I laid the foundation of things by my art, and I made everything which had formed. I was then one by myself, for I had not admitted for myself the God's shoe. I had not spit out the mouth myself. The goddess Tefnu, and there exists no other who cannot work with me. You want me to continue? Yeah, keep going. All right. I laid the foundations of things in my own heart, and there came into being multitudes of created things, which came into being from the created things, which were born from the created things, which arose from the, uh, what they brought forth. I had union with my closed hand, and I embraced my shadow as a wife, and I poured seed into my own mouth. I and I sent forth from myself issue in the form of the gods Shu and Tefnu, saith my father knew. My eye was covered up behind them, Shu and Tefnu, but after two hen periods had passed from time when they departed from me. Now, after these things, I've gathered together many members and wept over them, and men and women sprang into being from the tears which came from the fourth of my eye. And when my eye came to me, and found that I had made another eye in place of where it was, the moon. It was wroth with uh, rage of me, whereupon I endowed it um, with some of the splendor which I had made for the first eye, and I made it to occupy its place in my face, and henceforth it ruled throughout all this earth. You want me to keep going? Notice that ain't long. No. I think you got to capture the basic idea. It, it calls the creator uh, Kepler, and it talks about how it came into being and repeats it uh, over and over again. It's showing the actual repetition, of constant transformation. Um, I came to, I came into being as Kepler. You know what I'm saying, and and it's very interesting. I came in, I came into being as Kepler. What are they trying to convey here? They're showing you that everything transforms on regular basis. 
It wasn't a God created the heavens and the earth. And on the seventh day, he rested. It wasn't that. It was showing they was giving you a scientific perspective on how things created. You can just read the, the theory of the Big Bang. Uh, you, you can read the theory of evolution. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So they capture that right there. Remember, Egyptian uh, science was coded in a mythology. You can read Mark Bunnell's book. All right. Clearly talks about that. OK, so right there, early form. And so let's talk about the dung beetle real fast. Right. Trying to find, man, I'm trying to, man, let me see, hold on, damn, hold on, one sec, all right, so, Kepita is a dung beetle, all right, I use it for the real black atheist symbol, because it's evolution and people don't even know it, all right, um, they call, they use the dung beetles. Dung beetles are the most speciations. And when I use this term speciations, I mean that the most variety of anything on planet Earth is the dung beetle. And for the most part, dung beetles, most of the species of dung beetle don't go extinct. 99% of everything that has came into being on planet Earth has went extinct. But the dung beetle, yeah, you know I'm saying, uh, um, doesn't go as extinct as often. It's the most speciations. They're the most varieties of any insect on planet Earth is the dung beetle. In modern science, right, they use the dung beetle as a model species. So, for instance, I make the statement that. If you want to learn about humans, the only way to learn about humans is to study the other animals around humans. So you can take the example of the gerbil in the cage. You put the gerbil in the cage, female gerbil in the cage, put it around other female gerbils, right? And they'll start to ovulate the same. Hmm. Pretty close to each other. Okay, as long as there's not a male in the area. Hmm. Take three college students, women, put them in the dorm room together. As long as none of the women are actually messing with a man outside that, right, they'll start ovulating together. Hmm. Take the gerbils in the cage, right, pipe in. Some uh, some estrogen, not estrogen. What, what, what's the male hormone? Pipe, pipe in the male hormone from the male gerbil, right? And you'll find the quote unquote the dominant gerbil start to ovulate. All right. I say these things to say that through the study of animals is when you learn about humans. It's how you learn about humans. So they use. The dung beetles as a model species. This model species helps modern science to understand biological human evolution. This is a fact. And there's all kinds of support and documentation to prove it. I'll say again that modern science uses the dung beetle, which the Nile Valley Africans deified and called the Kepita, as a model species to teach them about biological 
natural human evolution. And that's not a damn coincidence. So now you want to tell me that in the Nile Valley, right, where there's nothing but nature, okay, for thousands of years, that these Nile Valley Africans wasn't watching and studying the dung beetle, they were. And they studied it so much so that they put it in this creation story as the primary force of transformation that changed. I come to being this Kepita. I come into being over and over again. This shows they had an understanding of the natural forces. The dung beetle is a natural force in nature. Right? So that's the connection between Kepita, which his name means rolling, transformation, evolution. It means that. Right? Uh, Charles Darwin, in his book, he wrote a whole subchapter on dung beetles. Charles Darwin also learned Arabic to study the Muslim documentation. See, most Muslims don't even know it. You know what I'm saying? But Islam wasn't against evolution. You got great Muslim thinkers, right? They had an idea. As a matter of fact, it was some of the Muslim thinkers that said we came from uh, originally uh, from beasts or monkeys. I can show that, say that for another show. You might want to add something? Yeah, let me uh, let me add it. Yeah, it's something from another African tradition. Give you another perspective on how they deal or think about evolution. Listen up to this little clip. Yale, Abolona, Yale, Yale, Yalumao, Yale, 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 the children, fishes, as every organism started as a single cell organism in a body of water, later evolved into a beautiful human being. Yemoja, the mother, the nurturer, the cradle. And we use her in our everyday lives to feel nurtured, to always feel the love of a mother to this world. We ask Yamanja to keep us in her bosom protected. I share Yamanja you. Okay. So those of you that are not familiar. That is the Orisha known as Yemoja, the mother of us all, for motherly energy. But she is the mother of us all for a very important reason, as you person speaking is uh, Ma'alagba, or spiritual leader of the Agungun Society. What he said was, as every person started as a single cell organism in a body of water, which later evolved into me and you. We know that this is a function of natural selection, that this is a function of evolution. So we now have an EFA perspective of how they view evolution. 
So this is just driving home the point that Africans are not uh, uh, foreign to the evolutionary process, no matter what anybody tells you <laughs> or what anybody believes, Africans have a concept of evolution. I'm sorry if that rubbed you the wrong way, but you deprogram yourself and start to know today in textbooks, labs, results, and original thought of the Western world. Sorry if it rubbed you the wrong way. <laughs> oh man. Feel like you still talking, man? No, I wasn't talking. Yeah, I don't know why I can't find this. Mm, mm, mm. Man. One second. I want to give y'all a good source on that. God damn, man. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. God damn. Family. God damn, boy. We're going to tie this all the way back. into scientific racism. Oh, man. Let's see. Oh, man, that's what I need. The American Journal of Physical Anthropology. Uh, the antibiotic tetracycline has been identified in human skeleton remains of Sudanese Nubian Nubians from the period of 350 to 550 CE. Uh, Mark Nelson, uh, the American Journal of Physical Anthropology. It uh, goes on to say, what's the big connection? Well, it can be conjectured that those ancient brewmasters deliberately used cereal grains infected with step, I think this is strep, Tuminosis, right, bacterium that produce tetracycline uh, to make their beer, both nourishing and medical. Um, reflecting on the fact that since the antibiotics were found in skeletons from dead people, one might wonder if the tetracycline actually worked, or perhaps it did. But the quantities of beer that had to be consumed in order to deliver enough of these medicines were sufficient to cause death from other causes? It's a question mark. They say it all gets uh, horribly complicated and not wishing to add to the confusion caused by the different dating, uh, let me see, abbreviations, the article itself. All right. Let me get to this. Hold on one second. The person was critiquing the article. Hold on, give me one second here. Man, still not the one I want there. Let's 
because I know I'm on uh, pub on the National Library of Medical. U.S. National Library of Medical National Institute of Health. Oh man, hold on. Damn. Nope, that's not it. God damn, man. Figure out why is it so hard tonight for this? Anyway, the point I wanted to make was back to evolution, that, that the philosophical thought, the understanding of how things transform do not start with the Europeans, does not start with the Greeks. It starts with the African thinkers. So we there's no getting around that, no getting up out of that. All right. I mean, that's just very, very clear right there. And that and some things just aren't up for debate. You know what I'm saying? Like at a certain point, you just can't debate. You know, those on the subject just ain't you equal with it. You just got to just teach them. And they accept it and they not. At least the people on the outskirts can actually, uh, you know, get the get the real information and go back and look it up for themselves. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even complicated. Yeah, make sure y'all hit, you know, hit the bell and subscribe to the channel. We're building the channel up. That way we go live, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know, you know what I'm saying? We live, okay? Um, yeah, I see you struggle zone. Yep. Give me a definition of what, what, what evolutionary struggle zone. What is it? Well, I see you. How much of those sorrows you need to buy for you get a discount? Go ahead and get three of them. You get a discount. I'll put a discount code for you. And make sure y'all support Abjuware. Make sure y'all support Pantherware. Um, uh, Brother Ben got the pamphletware, uh, carry the pamphletware in the store, uh, support Abjuware. We got the new boots, we got the new sneakers, got the new runners. Let me show them to y'all later on. Make sure y'all support that. I'm gonna have to go into my bag of tricks real quick here, man. Let me, all right, now I was leading to what I was really leading to was Darwin's book here. Now we talked about Al Jahi's book for a moment, am I correcting that? And how he was talking about. The variety of animals and plants. This is not a new idea. And I'm gonna show y'all that because Darwin does the exact same thing, right? But he's credited with it. All right. So let me actually let me put this on here. Let me do this real fast. Hey Nisa, you sent that video? No, I ain't sent no video, huh? But you gave him a break. Giving him a break to next week. All right. Okay. <laughs> so he got that break on sense. <laughs> <laughs> and all these falling out of me. Hell no. I see some people in the chat room who understand the difference between the theory. Big theory. I encourage yeah. you to look Bring up the difference. Yeah, <laughs> because it's not the same thing. You having a theory about where your baby mama is on Saturday because she ain't picking up the phone is the, ain't the same thing as a scientific theory. I hate to break it to you. Mm -hmm. So let me get this straight. Y'all, y'all see my presentation right there? Y'all see that in the screen? Jedi, Jedi in the lab, in the lab. 
Who is that guy? <laughs> what is this guy doing here? Who is that guy? Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Sinjay, but I'm a raw squad. He's in the lab, right? Okay, doing his thing. Yeah, I'm a raw squad up. <laughs> in the lab with the joint on. Yeah. So, okay, enough showing off. Let me count. Let me, this is what I want to show. Hey, come on, man. I want to show you. Uh, 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 right here. Origin of the species by means of natural selection or the preservation of the favorite races and the struggle for life. Do y'all see that? Yep. Now, for those pseudos that only did was read the cover, right? They cracked the jokes. Well, what's the favorite racist, Unc? Charles Darwin was a race. He did that. He did that. I hate to tell y'all, right, but this book, this is the famous book that Charles Darwin wrote. This book is not even talking about humans. Hmm. Not at all. So when you talk about the person, the, the preservation, the preservation of the favorite races and the struggle for life. Charles Darwin, influential 1859 book on the origin of the species, did not discuss human origins. Ha! The extended wording on the title page, which, add, which adds by means of natural selection or the preservation of the favorite races and the struggle for life, uses the general term races as an alternate for varieties. So he's talking about varieties there, family, and does not carry the modern connotation of human races. The first use, the first use in the book refers to the several races of instance of cabbage and proceeds to a discussion of the heredity of varieties or races of our domesticated animals and plants. Page 51. There y'all have it. Cut it out. Since the pseudo don't read anyway, you know what I'm saying? He just go on the internet and start clicking anyway. He wouldn't have known it. Anyway, here's a copy of the book. Yeah, this I promise you. Let me open it up. Pseudo, if the pseudo would have just looked at the damn pages, he would have known it was something different. See? It's the inside. It says the same thing. The origin on the origin of the species by means of natural selection or the preservation of the favorite races. And the struggle for life. Here you go. If you just go through the pages, all you see is birds and plants in here, y'all. Plants. The whole book. It's all you see. Animals. Same thing Al Jaheed did. We talked about that. Giraffes. Oh, that's that giraffe picture. Y'all remember that giraffe picture I showed you in Al Jaheed's work? Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I see you, Darwin. Huh. Yeah, I see you. So That's he ain't talking about no people. No, it's not talking about no people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because people assume that Darwin is talking about people because they don't understand chron uh, chronological. Somebody say, that. Somebody say that in the chat room. 
No, this conversation came about when I was trying to walk somebody through something to help them understand. <laughs> man, man, yeah. yeah. Okay. To understand. After Charles Darwin left this earth, man, people was trashing his work. The whole monkey thing came from people that was inside of the church, and they was calling him monkey boy and all that other stuff. That was all after all. He was. He was dead at that point. <laughs> so people have to go back and look at the chronological order and see. But I guess that's too much. So, you know. Uh, All right, let's read I this. Would, let's read this. It say Darwin was, speaking, Darwin was speaking about people. This is in the chat room. This is about warning good people. It says Darwin was speaking about people. It was a subtle message. Evolution believers will mislead people and say Darwin was only uh, talking about animals. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Subliminal message. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. well, in his work, oh. in his work, it was a direct oh. message <laughs> in his book. Oh. So let's say, let's say he's right. Let's say that it was a subliminal message, right? That means he only wrote about animals to convey a message about humans. What Unc was saying, the only way that you study humans is you study the animals around humans. Hey, Ben, send us, send us to Sister Naya. Send us link to Sister Naya. You got to send it through the uh, thing, though. You know how to do that? Yeah. Yeah, send it directly from here. Okay, let's say subtle a subliminal, right? That's what D was doing. Let me tell y'all something. Darwin was very intelligent. See, Darwin already understood that there's no separation from the biology of anything. So he knew during that time he couldn't talk about humans. He already knew that. So all he did was talk about the variety of animals and plants. I know y'all think y'all different than the rest of the animals. I know, I know, I know. But I hate to say it. Right. I hate to say it. The only way to really understand human beings is to study the animals around them. That's why mm -hmm. they use chimpanzees. Chimpanzees are model species in understanding human behavior. I bet y'all didn't know that, did you? Hate to say it. Hate to say it. I hate to say it. But it's a fact. It's factual. Okay? There's nothing a chimpanzee can't learn. I'm going to say this again. Right? A chimpanzee can learn a very complex, you do complex tasks, can add and all that with numbers, the whole nine yards. As a matter of fact, the chimpanzees are in the Stone Age. Huh? Yes. Chimpanzees are in the Stone Age. They are tool makers, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Yes, Bonobo <laughs> chimps. Huh? Bonobo chimps makes uh, stone tools. Hmm. There you go. So I'm just Breaking saying... <laughs> I mean, I know everybody want to be different. So, yeah, brother, you out your mind, yo. I wish we – yeah, you're a little bit out your mind there, bro. You're gone. You're, you're gone. But anyway, he wasn't even writing about him. He was writing about <laughs> – to say can, can study animals help stop the prison pipeline? Alan Brown. Here yeah. comes the hype artist, Alan Brown. Yeah, there you go, Alan. Always hijacking people's posts, talking about what you want to talk about. Yeah, there you right. go. Let's, go let's, let's, let's move on, man. 
We ain't got time for that tonight. Read this, but Darwin wasn't a trained scientist. He was a theologian. Man, shut no, he wasn't. What is wrong with know. you? <laughs> if he would have known of cellular makeup of DNA quantum physics, he might have tossed the hypothesis into the trash. All right. Mm. All righty, buddy. Yeah. I'm not going to call now you dumb. The quantum physics of this day haven't thrown his theory into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> huh? How come Neil deGrasse Tyson ain't did it? Darius, Darius, Darius. Come on, son. Let me Come on, just son. <laughs> Stop it. Just behind the power curve. Yeah, yeah, you behind the power curve. You're getting ran over by the wave, dude. You are a hijack artist, Alan. You know you are. We be talking about the sun. He be like, well, how's the sun going to help us get from white supremacy? <laughs> <laughs> we talking about the sun. That's why you always just divert things to what you want to talk about. Nobody's talking about that. If you want to have a show about the prison pipeline, then do a show on the prison pipeline. We talking about evolution. We talking about science right now, brother. Do your own show. One of the trained signs. He was a damn train. He went to school for what is wrong with these people, man? Like, is they serious? Like he was going to medical school. Then he decided to become a scientist. Like, what is like, come on, man. He was going to be a surgeon, yo, and he changed his mind, man. Like, do people be serious with that? It's crazy, man. People just say anything. Where do they get it from? I don't know. I just want to drive home the point that Dang, scientific racism is a misnomer. Yep. Unc said, study animals. You have to learn human behavior. Absolutely, I said that. I don't know how it goes with your statement. I don't get it. No. Last time I checked, they, they, uh, the humans are the only animals that create jails, bro. So that's exclusive to the homo sapiens sapiens. Let me tell you this. So all behaviors exhibited by different animals aren't homo sapiens sapiens. I'm going to say this again, that all the behaviors that homo sapiens sapiens exhibit, right, uh, all the behaviors don't necessarily you, can, you can't necessarily find in other animals. There's some things that humans and only humans do exclusively, whether it's good or bad, like copulating with different women for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Only humans do that, copulating with, you know, different uh, male and female for no reason. Cooking meat, huh? Huh? Cooking, oh. Cooking meat. Yeah, we're the only people that cook meat. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I yep. like cooking meat. Cook yeah, cooking meat. Yeah, they're exclusive behaviors. You know what I'm saying? All the meat, the hair, the nails, the everything. We cook. Yep. yep. But there's just certain <laughs> behaviors that other animals just don't do. So there are certain things that are just exclusive to Homo sapiens sapiens. Good, bad, or indifferent. Yes, it is. And making up the prison system is one of them. So, no, you can't study <laughs> another animal to figure out why a nigga lock another nigga up. Now, goodness gracious, boy. Mm. So, I mean, but I, I kind of get it, though, man. I get it. I get that. But we're back on scientific racism again. Huh? No, I'll say um, that, that is in my book, too, dealing with that. Oh, oh you on top of it then? Yeah. You all the way on top of it. Yes, sir. And you all the way in. I'd like to see that. Sorry, I'm on top in the building. 
Brother Saw. He in he in the in the chat room. He said monkeys make gumbo though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> boy, that issue come out of the song, boy. I'm in <laughs> not doing this with him tonight. All right. So let's deal with the issue of Piltdown Man real fast. This is during this time of scientific racism, right? Mm hmm All right. Let me show my screen. <laughs> Watch this. Get right to it. I see the screen. Yep. Let me play this clip. The Amaral Squad, Asaho Tep, Brother Wuja, Unk, Brother Ben, Sister Naya, Brother Nahisi. Let me information we would have been using. Naya, you know what I'm saying? Dot me out. What information would we be using? Let's read this right here. In 1912, the amateur archaeologist Charles Dawson, he was the amateur, right, which does not take away from him at all claimed that he had discovered the missing link between ape and man. Scientists do not like using the term missing link. Everything is a missing link in evolutionary history. After finding a section of a human-like skull, the Pelicene grave beds near Piltdown, East Saxon. Dawson uh, contacted Arthur Smith Woodward, keeper of the ge geology at 
uh, the Natural History Museum. Dawson and Smith Woodward discovered more bones and artifacts at the site, which they connected to the same individual. These individuals, this, this included a jawbone, uh, more skull fragments, set, set of teeth, and primitive tools, right? This is actually just a, a, a drawing of it. All right, you see they connected uh, the skull, right, and the mantle, which is really a jawbone, right? All right, now let me show you what we would have been using. Y'all heard what he said, all right? Y'all heard what the pseudo said, right? He said, we would have been using this information. I'm going to show you the information we would have been using. This is so easy. Right here, I get to come on. This is the information we would have been using in 1913, ladies and gentlemen, right here from the Journal of Nature. So in 1913, the Amaral squad would be doing the same damn thing they're doing right now, reading from the Journal of Nature. What did the Journal of Nature say during the exact same time that they put together Piltdown Man? Let's go straight to the conclusion. They say, in conclusion, I should like to say how much I am indebted to Professor Keith for all the help he has given me in the investigation, not only by allowing me to make use of all valuable material in the Museum of the Royal College of Surgeons, but also by discussing with me frankly and openly all points in dispute concerning the Piltdown Man skull itself. It says, in the early part of July, working with the cranial case, he seemed, it seemed to me to have established a good case for his mode of reconstruction. But, hit him with the but, but from the moment I began to examine the actual fragments August 13, 1913, the day after the discussion of the matter at the International Medical uh, Congress, I became convinced that this solution of the problem was an, was an impossible one. So he's talking about the way they reconstructed the Piltdown Man, the jawbone, the skull together. This particular scientist is saying, I'm saying that's impossible to do. He goes on to say, it was this personal experience of the importance working with the real things, right, that I had in mind when I was writing my last letter in the Journal of Nature, October 30th, on page 267, Elliot Smith, University of Manchester. Pill down Mandel, that's the Mandel, that's the jawbone. Watch this. In the British Journal, of dental science, we would have been reading that during that time, October the 1st. There are published some excellent radiograms, right, of the Piltdown man Mandel and of the chimpanzees. The views having been taken from the side and from the above. They say in order to compare the outlines of the two specimens, Right, I have superimposed tracings taken from each figure one and figure two. Do y'all not see this? 
the one with the trade dollar line, you got the one on the end. He's putting them together. All right. Uh, this is the outline tracing of the radiograms, the pill down mandal, uh, continuous line to say, and of the mandal of the chimpanzee. Broken line. So the chimpanzee is the broken line, and the solid line is from, from the quote unquote uh, pill down fine. See how they fit together too well? Right? Watch this. Similarly, of uh, the specimens brought out in this way is very striking. He says very, very interesting how that jaw from that quote unquote ape like man is starting to look like a chimpanzee, chimpanzee jaw. Very striking. From the outlines are particularly identical. I have also superimposed tracings of the last reconstruction of the Piltdown mammal, Mandel, and of the jaw of a young chimpanzee. And again, the similarity of the outline is very remarkable. No human mammal, Mandel, Mandel is a jaw, is known which shows anything like the same resemblance to a chimpanzee's jaw in the outline and in all its details. What he's saying is, ain't no way in the world if that jaw that was on the Piltdown Man was a human, would it have matched up with this chimpanzee jaw? That's what he's saying. See, this is the information I'm Ross Squad would have been reading. Watch this. Of the molar teeth, I need only to say here that not only do they approach the ape form, but in several respects are identical with them. Oh boy, he's smelling a rat. The cranial fragments of the Piltdown skull, right? On the other hand, are in particularly all their details, right? Essentially human. Mm -mm -mm. If that be so, it seems to me to be as inconsequent. Well, I misspelled, I miss, well, inconsequent. I miss, well, I miss said that word, misspoke that word. I mean, I, I, boy, I said it all wrong yesterday. Yeah, inconsequence to refer the mandal, the, the, the mandal and the cranium to the same individual as it would be to articulate a chimpanzee's foot with the bones of an essentially human thigh and leg. What he's saying is that the pilt down fine, that don't make no sense. To put those two items together, the jawbone and the, and the cranium, he said that'd be like taking a chimpanzee foot, putting it on a human. No, that'd be like putting a, a chimpanzee foot, right? on the bones of a human thigh and leg. He said, that don't make no sense. So this is the information that the Umbra squad would have been reading back in 1913, because that's when they supposedly found the damn fine in 1913. So these pseudo fools are out of their minds. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, it. You know, it just drives home what I was saying earlier that they were not practicing science because when the real scientists get in the room and start doing their checks, it's easy to spot the pseudo. He started doing his checks on the mandible bone and he was like, hey, 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 something is wrong. This is off. That's the great thing about science. Anybody can come behind you and uh, test your work. No matter if it's published, unpublished, anybody can come behind you and say, 
well, what was your method? Let me see if I get the same thing. Science welcomes skeptics. Like, please, okay, if you're skeptical, this is, this, is, uh, this is what I did. See if you can recreate it. And guess what? He couldn't do it because something is off with the mandible bone. It's simple. These people were not practicing science. They were just spewing out opinions, trying to connect things that wasn't there for their own bias agenda. When you come into something with a preconceived notion, you have a tendency to do that. That's why they say, let go of all your bias in research. Let go, let it go. Let it go. So we see here, uh, Sean, I put that article in the group. You can put it out there so everybody can read that. This is the stuff that I'm Ross Scott would have been reading back in 1913, bro. You know what I'm saying? I know you slick. I know all that. I know you think you got it together. Yada, 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 you just talking. With no documentation to back it up. You're just talking. You're putting stuff together with your own mind. That's what you're doing. Right? So back in 1913, when they discovered Piltdown, the Piltdown find, you had scientists that was right off the rip saying, that's dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, that's like, that sense. <laughs> nah, that ain't going Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Nah, and so yeah, it did take 40 years for them to come out officially and say it was a fraud. It did do that. Yes, it did. But it was scientists right off the rip going, uh-uh, son. I'm nope. not fooled. Mm -mm. <laughs> it say what it say what it say would what happened in Flint be scientific racism? What? The war? <laughs> nah, oh. man. No, man. No more like management of, of of government funds to fix a problem that they knew it was a problem right for a long time that's mismanagement man that's not that's 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 little to do with science and more to do with with business and economic uh different different things in economics man they knew them they knew they had that problem a long time and they just waited and watched it break down they should have brought some scientists in there <laughs> to fix their problem. Facts. Facts. It's like if, I, if I know I sold you a car with a bad carburetor and I'm just waiting for it to break down so you could complain about it, that's, that's not, there's nothing about that that's scientific racism. I just showed you a bad product, a product that I knew was going bad because of the wear and tear, but you know, I didn't care. That's what the people in Flint have to endure right now. Uh, you know, it's not yep. cool that they are, but that's the government problem right there. That's the racist yeah. ass government problem not taking the city. city gotta fix that, man. Yeah. That's a fact right there, man. That's an absolute fact. So, you know. Um, here's the here's the interesting part that during the time when they was practicing scientific racism, when Adolf Hitler and them, and you know Adolf Hitler was crazy. They literally murdered the poor people. They murdered the people who didn't have jobs. They murdered they murdered the Jewish community. You know what I'm saying? They murdered black people. They put them in ovens, right? Basing that off of eugenics and basing that off of Darwin's 
theory of natural selection. Yeah, they did that. That's exactly what they did. They did that. And everybody can clearly see that. <laughs> clearly see that's what they did. But when, watch this, when Jesse Owens came over there and beat the brakes off of him, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Then they knew all they thought that science they thought they had was just <laughs> that master race thing went out the world, it went out the went window, right out the window. Yo, he <laughs> the brakes off, <laughs> and it showed that what they had wasn't science, it was pseudoscience. I mean, Hitler didn't know Hitler sitting there looking crazy as hell. So, anybody in the chat room, <laughs> get what I'm saying, yo. I knew I would have got shot that day because I've been laughing so loud. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah, they were sitting there imagining that they got yeah, the signs behind them. Black man is a monkey. Black man is inferior. We we working on our eugenics program. We working on our gene. And how we doing that? They said, Hitler sitting like this. <laughs> Jesse Owens. <laughs> Matter of fact, Jesse Owens got on a pair of damn Adidas. That's the first time, right, that Adidas actually had an athlete for marketing. You hear me? And when Jesse yeah. Owens with all them damn uh, um, uh, uh, gold medals, uh, damn Adidas sold 100,000 100, pair of shoes every day from that moment. Interesting. Adidas was part of the third rank. Mm -hmm. They were from Germany. Two brothers. Both belonged to the third rank. Look it up. Google it. All right? Mm -hmm. Brother split off. Um, one formed. Um, Puma. Uh, let me see what company he's called. I think it was Puma. Puma. Facts. Yep. So enough of that scientific racism. You know what I'm saying? That human being destroyed those myths right there. And when the, the theory of evolution, right, or the third, no, really, I'm telling you, he, he was dealing with the theory of natural selection. It's right here, yo. Natural selection by means. By means of natural selection, so you were talking about damn natural selection, all right? And they and and, and them fools pseudorized it, mess it all up the same way they be doing today. As a matter of fact, watch this: the pseudos in our community, they do the exact same thing. They do the exact same thing. White people come from some other place. Check, right? Theory of evolution is against God. Check, said that. Uh, what else they say? Um, uh, shit. Evolution is real. Check. Go ahead. What was you going to say? They say things like we the master race. Yeah, we a master race. It's our melanin. Check. <laughs> we superheroes with our melanin. Check. So y'all sound just like they sounded in Nazi Germany. Y'all sound just like they sounded in Harvard and Yale, when they used to teach this stuff. Y'all sound just like that. Man, I find that very, 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 very and, and let me clear this up, because I see this in the chat room, and I always see this, and this isn't true either. Well, they don't have, have melanin. Yes, they do. I hate to say it. Just a different type than yours. You have yours. They have failed melanin. You block a certain type of sun rays, they block another certain type of sun rays. They even have low amounts of your melanin. If you look on the end of their extremities, just like we have low amounts of fail melanin, if you look on the ends of our extremities. So 
Study what melanin is, man. You won't do it. Has melanin. Plants have melanin. The only people I can think about that do not have melanin are albinos. That's why they're, they're they totally chalky white exactly. complexion melanin because everybody has neuromelanin because it's in your brain. So, <laughs> yep, all of them got neuromelanin. They have it, you know, but they just don't have it in their skin. They don't have they don't have an element that reacts with tyrosine to make a color. You melanin, still melanin. You melanin. One is red, one is brown. Y'all crazy. That's my point. You got people in the community that claim to hope, hope claim to wrote a whole encyclopedia on melanin, and the white man is this, but yet use the white man's word called melanin. It's a Greek word, melanin. Y'all crazy. Right, no whole encyclopedia on melanin. Get out of here with that, Ali Muhammad. Then they tell you <laughs> some people in our community, I ain't gonna call no names. They tell you melanin and melatonin is the same. Thing. Oh yeah, uh, call them out, call them out. I go. <laughs> I know y'all heard it too. The pineal gland in the middle. Yeah. melanin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serotonin. Pineal gland. Hey man, the only thing if you have a calcified pineal gland, you probably don't sleep a lot. Yep. That's it. And you can find <laughs> scientific articles on that. Black people do have calcified pineal glands. Y'all crazy, yo. <laughs> oh, oh, we don't, oh, we don't, they claim we don't get them? Yeah, only white people. <laughs> it's part of the scientific racism. That's the point, though. The people that's fighting against this is really part of scientific racism. <laughs> the people that's fighting have joined the racism. They don't know it. Oh, man. Stop reading, but hey, look, look, I got to say it because I don't mean to demean these brothers or elders, but 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 their work is just not scientific. Stop reading Layla Africa. Stop it. Stop reading Carol Barnes. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, I, I mean, it's it's just not based on anything. The superhero theory. That's what I call it. The superhero theory. Because they believe that just because you got melanin and you black, that means that you somehow are more smarter, bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody else. When we all know that is not the case. That's not what makes you like that. That's not it. Unc got a great presentation on the black breeding farms that gives a perspective on some of those affinities. But it's not just because you got melanin. I've traveled to places that people are darker than me, darker than Unc, darker than anybody on this planet, and guess what? They're not African. <laughs> Do they have powers too? Mm. No. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, y'all got to stop it, man. Y'all got to get into real studies that do this for a living, man. Because I hate to say it, but some of us in this community that we call the woke community, conscious community, whatever we call it, are just in front of that camera for the hustle and the well-being of their families. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to take care of their families. They want you to come to an election. They want you to buy a book. They want you to buy a detox program or whatever. And it's not based on anything factual. It's the placebo method. I just hate I, I'm sorry. It's, 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 this is where we're at right now. This is where we at. That's why I don't ask for a dollar from y'all. 
I don't do this for money. I do this because in the community and we die from lack of knowledge and we just reading the wrong books. Brother Nahisi Facebook page where he said, you know, I believe my people, but they read the wrong books. I think it's a little bit of a twofold problem. Some of us don't want to read in the wrong books. Check the references. Always check the sources. Where did he get this from? Is there anybody else that agrees with him? Check it. I don't want y'all to go down the wrong path and get sold a, a, a bill of goods, man. And don't get the results that you that you were looking for and you didn't pay somebody nine, $99 for something that you thought was going to trim your body up or, or make you stronger or make you more spiritual or whatever they promised you and you don't get it. I'm tired of my people getting scammed. Trust me, I've been scammed too. Trust me. Everybody, when everybody's telling you the truth and they are not, they're not. Appreciate that King Shoe. We always appreciate this support. You know, we do this, man. We do this because we want to see positive, effective change in our communities. We want people to get back into their African culture. We want people to become scientifically literate. We want people to go, go out into the communities and create things to solve the problems that we have. And a brother mentioned Flint earlier. If we raise the scientific literacy in our community, maybe somebody can go over there and solve that problem for them brothers that's got that water that brown water problem, you know? Only thing they can solve that is science. We can't, we can't pray it away, we can't wish it away, we can't, it's there, it's a problem. Only thing we need to get some engineers and some people, it's a water treatment specialist to go over there and fix that problem. So unfortunately that, you know, that's how we gotta do it. So, you know, this this is this is why we do this, man. This is why we go out in the community. This is why we're gonna be at the Black Dot Center on the 25th, giving y'all this information because we wanna see positive, effective change in the community. We're not just on YouTube and Facebook and Patreon and all this stuff, just talking, man. Dude, this is something we do for free right here. We gonna be out. And hey, if y'all want us in y'all communities, contact us. Contact us and, and, and we'll come out to your community and give a lecture. We'll come out to your community and speak to people. We'll come out to your community and build those bridges. That's right. You know, because that's what we're in it for. Yo, that's did you see that thing tonight? I did. You sent it through the um through this, right? Yep. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Hey, make sure y'all subscribe, hit the bell, hit the like button. The bell so you catch notifications when we go live. All right, we're trying to get this thing down on routine now. All right. Important. So let's hear let, let's hear some more of the food real fast. Just real fast. Let's see. All right. So we killed him with that. Man, what the hell I did with the Well, I tell you.
All right. All right. Let's see. Let me let me show you. He was laughing and joking and kicking. There right, you go. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. It's the pseudos in the damn community. <laughs> hey, everybody quiet. I'm going to play this again. We're going to discuss this. I'm going to show you. Let's go. Let's stop right there. Let's discuss this, right? Uh, let's start from the first point here. This is important. Them two dudes, them two dudes, they're not Muslim, they're not Christians, and they're not Jews. They do not practice traditional African spiritual systems. None of them two dudes. So now at this point, I'm trying to figure out what in the hell creators they talking about? What culture is they created linked to? What book? What body of wisdom, what customs, what traditions is their creator, you know what I'm saying, is giving them freedom connected to? So there is no freedom without a creator. Huh? There is no creator without a culture. 
What culture are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Right. What the hell is what in the hell's going on, y'all? This they is make, my point. making this up. They making this up as they going on. Be careful, family, with people who make points that don't get past the hypothesis stage. Meaning they didn't prove anything. You hear them say what they trying to do is and what they want to create is and they want to do an invite. Where's the proof of this? Or are you just speculating? Because that's what you think. And then they, they, they do the attack on vaccine. Look, all vaccines are not bad for you. I'm tired of people saying it. Let's address it. You have to study the individual vaccines to see which ones are harmful and which ones are not. Because guess what? Science doesn't get it right all the time, right? Sometimes science messed up, just like you done messed up at your job before. So they may have put out a vaccine that didn't hurt some people. But guess what? There's been more vaccines that didn't help people than hurt them. I'm going to tell you a personal story of mine. I ate some bad pizza in Egypt. This pizza almost put me out of here. I, I ain't going to lie to you. On my deathbed, I was messed up, throwing up everything. The whole nine, your head hurting all day, hot, chills, cold, everything. The doctor came on shots. One for them shots, family. I don't know if I would have been. I'll be quite honest with you. They gave me four shots, and I was back to normal. We are attacking something with we created we already just showed you the article we created the antibiotics what you think is in some of these shots antibiotics something we already was doing penicillin you can get a penicillin shot am i correct yes you can they will give you a penicillin shot i hate to keep using this example but if uh <laughs> you a young lady and things don't go exactly right they will give you a penicillin shot to take care of uh, whatever you need to take care of. So are bad because everybody that's had any type of STD and had to get that shot and it cured you, you didn't say anything about vaccines then. So it's clearly not all vaccines. Well, that's not a vaccine, that's the shots. Mm -hmm. Vaccines, uh, things you get to stop uh, disease, certain diseases and stuff. You get vaccinated where you take a portion of the um, disease and, uh, right. you know I mean, in small amounts. As a matter of fact, uh, when you study, study the history of vaccines real fast, study the history of vaccines, uh, Europeans, Euro Europeans wouldn't go for it. They would shoot all up on it. You know yeah, they didn't want it. Yeah, they couldn't even give their own people the vaccine, so they went to India. Right, and they went to these villages where people were sick, dying from certain diseases, and they gave it back. The people didn't want that shit. The people like, we don't trust y'all. We don't want that. But you know what I'm saying? Hell, what could they do? They took the vaccines. Before you know it, the village starting to get healthy again. And so you don't have to vac vaccinate everybody, right? But a certain percentage of the population has to be vaccinated to keep the spread of whatever the uh, polio. You know what I'm saying? All kind of stuff that's not even really occurring. Hepatitis, varicella. Right. So you need to do that. And so like I said, some people, you know, some people can't deal, handle the ingredients in the vaccines. So all right. all aren't the same. Uh, you got like certain people can't eat certain foods. Right. That don't mean that food was bad. 
That means you are allergic to that food. That's why when you go to the hospital, they ask you, what are you allergic to? Sulfur, such and such, such. So a lot of adverse effects be coming from the different things that they put inside of the vaccines. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not allergic to it, though. So we got to stop this. Because this is what I'm going to tell you. If we was to build a black, real conscious community, listen to what I'm telling you, and use all the pseudoisms, right, that people use, we'd be dead in a year, y'all. There won't be no hospital. I'll tell you something else, huh? For everybody that wants to go, go back to Africa and go see, you know, where you're from. If you took a DNA test, you find out where you're from. You want to go to Africa. You want to see the slave dungeons and party in the village and everything like that. You ain't going there without no, without no shots, right? I hate to break it to you, but especially where we are, uh, draw our DNA from, most people in the African diaspora, uh, West Africa, you're going to have to get a yellow fever shot. I hate to break it to you. They're not letting you in the country without it. They're not letting you in the country without it. You will get there. And matter of fact, you can't even apply for the visa to come in the country without proof that you got that yellow yeah, Why is yellow fever, right? It's yellow fever because yellow fever is, a, is an issue over there. And what happens is... Uh, a lot of Europeans came over there with yellow fever. So they had to start making that shot mandatory. Mm. Oh no, you can you can get a well, you can get an American passport without a yellow fever shot. And if you want to get an African passport, no, you ain't get one without that yellow fever. And they not playing with you either. They has not let you in the country. And uh, you know, as of this year. Even more countries have demanded that yellow fever shot. We talking about South American countries as well. So uh, all y'all that want to travel out the country to these exotic spots, guess what? Hmm. <laughs> You're gonna you have, have to get some shots, bro. <laughs> you gonna have to go see the man with the needle. And I'm gonna tell you what: don't don't play with your health, people. Don't play with your health. Get get the yellow fever shot. Get the malaria pills because you do not want to contract malaria in oh. Africa. You do oh. not want to do it. We lost oh. one of our greatest scholars to that, Asa Hilliard. That's how he died. Oh, is it? That's how he died. Dang. Malaria in Africa. My godfather uh, in Ifa, he contracted malaria this year. And he was down. You hear me? I'm talking about all the way down. He had to recover, take the antibiotics, and get better. Don't play with your life, people. Okay, so let's do this real quick, Ben, since you bring up the topic. I'll say, so we address that. All of a sudden, right, if you don't got a guard, you can't be free. All right, that's a bunch of malarkey. All right? <laughs> yeah. We start worshiping their God when we became hell. Right. So here we go right here. We got Nature Magazine, all right? Uh, July 26, 2018. Here you go. What does it say? Malaria bites back. Oh, oh, okay. I, tell you? I didn't even know that existed. Watch this. The race to stop the killer in Southeast Asia before drug resistance spreads. So like I said, if we was to actually get enough money and get the conscious community together with all their thoughts and ideologies and put them on some land in Africa, y'all be dead in a year. <laughs> wouldn't have no science 
right? Y'all gonna string the Amara squad up first of all. <laughs> it's gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be like a uh, Christian Europe where they was killing the scientists and shit, right? Y'all gonna string us up, mm. right? Y'all not gonna have no science, all right? <laughs> Y'all gonna be having all Dr. Africa books, right? Y'all gonna have all the type of uh, quote unquote uh, uh, healing stuff. Y'all gonna have all that. Y'all not gonna have no vaccines. Y'all not gonna have none of that. Y'all gonna be dead in the year. I promise you that. <laughs> in the you see year. what I got? Yeah. You see, you see what I got? <laughs> I'm not playing with my health and my family's health. Y'all go play with your family health if you want to. Man, I got done. 75 tablets of Progonol and Primaquin. I'm not playing because I'm going to West Africa. I frequently visit West Africa. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going down to no mosquito uh, with malaria on it. Ain't going to happen. Mm -mm. Hey, hey, but I'm trying to tell you. And get your pills. Get your shots. Look, y'all won't have no clean drinking water. Your medicine ain't going to work because your herbs going to stop working because whatever disease you got going to mutate and the herb ain't going to work no more. Your medicine is not evolutionary minded. Yo, you're done. Y'all just absolutely done. To, to, to answer that brother's question, he asked, is malaria mutating? Yes. Brother, all diseases mutate. <laughs> all oh, of them. Okay. Wow. Hey, it says it right wow. here. It says the race to stop a killer in Southeast Asia before the drug resistance spreads. Mm. So, so, it's so now they have forms of malaria that are resistant to the drugs that has been keeping it at bay for years. Okay, so it has mutated. So, why y'all not believing? Why, why, why Stolamine and pseudo and, and Lex pseudo is talking about evolution ain't real? Nature is killing you with evolution. <laughs> that why is evolution. I hate, I, I hate the uh, people, but when you try to cure a disease with the same medicine, and one day it don't, it evolved. It evolved. That's what happens, and that's what happened with penicillin uh, during the war, I believe World War, they were sticking guys with penicillin, one day it did work. The disease evolved, that's why they tell you get the flu shot every year. The result, the, let me see. Nature gives everything a mechanism to fight back. Everything, from the animals to the plants, everything. They have a resistance mechanism, even diseases, even organisms. So you will find yourself on the wrong end. You, you keep taking that aspirin, and one day it ain't going to work. That's just that's just nature. That's evolution. Let me read this in this article that I'm reading in the Journal of Nature magazine. It says the rise of resistance. It says Southeast Asia has served as a launch pad for drug resistant malaria multiple times. It says with disastrous consequences. With disastrous consequences. It says in the in the 50s in the 1950s. Cambodian authorities reported that the, let me see, Charlesine, the main cure for malaria at the time, had, had stopped 
uh, clearing some infections. Within three decades, chlorine-resistant strands had spread to Africa. So the shit spread all the way to Africa. Resistant strands of malaria. Malaria needs a host. It needs a human host, and it needs a mosquito, right? It lives in humans, and it lives in mosquitoes, and it's transferred through mosquitoes. It mutates. The medicines that work one time might not work again because it had mutate. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your evidence for evolution, and none of them niggas can get past this. They're just going to talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. They're not going to be able to prove it. They're just not. So like I'm saying, your medicine has to be evolutionary minded. You will be dead in less than a year if we were to take a colony of African-Americans, uh, conscious community people, they're going to have all kind of, uh, all kind of, and they're going to like the incense. They're going to have the chakras going. They're going to have, uh, what else they going to have? They're they going to be the pseudo. They don't even know, they don't know real traditional oh, African medicine. Let's get this straight, Ben. I'm going to say this again. They don't, none of the conscious community, you know what I'm saying, for real, understands traditional African medicine. So they're not going to go over there with that. They're going to have all kinds of stuff. They're going to have the, I ain't going to talk about Bobby. They're going to have all kinds of stuff. I'm telling you now, everybody had a different formulas. Y'all going to be in the middle of the forest. The mosquitoes going to bite you one time. Y'all don't deal with the white man, the white man medicine. Y'all going to be dead in a week. The tetsy fly going to kill them in a couple of days. A fly. White man going to say, y'all want, can we help y'all? I'm just telling you, yo, this shit is funny to me, dog. So go ahead and make a presentation. I'm a raw squad, yada, 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 hada, 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 yada. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got a question. Um, I would like to know. Are they reading any books on the said subject that they are introducing this this uh, foolishness to their listening audience? I mean, what books? Uh, how well versed are they in this literature? What articles can they present to back any of that stuff that we just heard in that video clip you played? Brother Sean, let me let me let me explain to you how I know they're not reading no books because there are not a lot of books on this subject that are not under $400. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of there are a lot of books on this subject but they're very 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 expensive. So the route to go is to get the articles. So you got to have subscriptions uh Journal of Nature, uh Scientific America, uh uh Journal of Anthropology, all the journals are uh the best route to go. And we know they ain't got the subscriptions. We know they ain't got the subscriptions. You know that they ain't get the books. Uh, YouTube and uh, Google ain't gonna help you on this one. I'm, I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, um, I mean, I just heard that explanation about pill down, man. I just cringe, man, because yeah, wow, man, that's 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 awful. But uh, you got to get the subscription to stay on your research, to stay on the latest research that is coming out. National Geographic, you know, all of these publications people put out and they cost money. Don't get me wrong. They cost money, but it's worth investing in your knowledge. It's worth investing in your tool of trade. If your tool of trade is knowledge, you have to keep your tool sharp. So keeping it sharp, you got to get the most up to date information that comes out. Vet it. Look at the sources. Is it plausible? Is it feasible? 
and then you disseminate it to the community uh, as you see fit. But uh, so, to answer your question, nah. We're talking about shop. We're not doing pause. a literature review. We're not doing a literature review. Let's pause for a minute here. This show is brought to you by Abs You Wear and Panther Wear. Mm. The new joints here on the site. Sean, you can post that link for me again. Man, coming straight from the net gas line. All right. Straight from the net gas line. Y'all know, traditional African map on that. You know what I'm saying? Bam. These joints tight. All day. All day. Yeah. There you go. Y'all go right to the site. All right. Pick them up. Dope. Right there. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, they are. So uh, we're crazy. I just want to let everybody on the panel know that we are the crazy ones. But can you please again? Uh, can you go back and play that video one more time? I just yeah. want to see. This. I'm I crazy. The middle of a commercial break. in the video. In the middle of a commercial break. Where your shoes at, Ben? <laughs> you can't come in on the commercial break. Our sponsors are paying for this. They want they want their time. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. You know, we got a $300 million marketing budget here, yo. You know what I'm saying, yo? Million. Hey, this is what I'm talking about right here, though. I don't care what nobody say. Now, these joints is tight. Everybody talking crazy. Yes, indeed. This is my favorite one right here. The boots. That's because you're from up north. Huh? That's because you're from up north. That's why you like them. Uh, you don't like boots? You don't like boots, Ben? I got no use for that. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. It get cold. <laughs> you talking about? We wear boots in Atlanta. Are you serious? I don't. For what? Uh, okay. All right. You ain't got no sense there. You're I can't. Yeah. Now these ain't snow boots, yo. You can mess these up some stuff. Tell you, don't put them in no snow, son. They're a little bit too fresh. Don't do it. Nah, don't do the snow. Yeah, so this is what it is, man. All right, here you go. Go to abjuwear.com. That's A-B-D-J-U-W-E-A-R.com. All right, here you go. And then we got the black. I left the black ones in the store. I only got the black ones, right? And let me show these. Uh, Lucille Parks, the abjuwers. Uh. That's my favorite ones right there. Oh, matter of fact, mm. mine right here. Yeah, they kind of slick. They're a little slick. They're yeah. a little bit slick. <laughs> ones right here, boy. A little bit slick. A little bit slick. Yeah, I like these in the, in the pamper wears, though. I ain't going to lie. The pamper wears kind of slick, too. Yeah, you, got you got a pair. You got a pair. I got a pair. You got a pair, Ben? Where you got something? No, I got a pair. Break them out. Hold on. Hold on. So yeah, man, go ahead and support that, man. I'm gonna put the link up in the thing. Uh, it's important. So you know, yeah, we're gonna go back to that video. <laughs> yes, we are. What which one? Which part you want me to play, yo? Please play from the beginning because I was just told that I was crazy, and I just want to make sure that I'm not crazy. Yeah. Of course we crazy, man. All right, let's play. You got it. You got it, Ben. You want to show him real Get quick? Get downstairs. Get right. him later. All right. 
Okay, so we crazy, right? Let's play it again. Let's do it. See, gray skies are blue. What a beautiful day. Here we go. of men how can you say in one hand that evolution is not real then out your mouth say that white people can alter genes and can select certain <laughs> genes. you know what i'm saying how how you can't say that family i'm gonna say this real slow for y'all for y'all who just don't want to get it you can't say on one hand that natural selection right ain't real and charles darwin was crazy it wasn't real but yet in the other hand talk about artificial selection when europeans select certain genes you know what i'm saying and certain traits yeah you, know, you know what i'm saying when when, when when you know when people go they want to have babies right and they want to make sure you know what i'm saying that certain traits aren't there in the baby and they pick them out man that's called artificial selection man you know what i'm saying like you can't say that because essentially what you, watch this. Look, the result of artificial selection is evolution. The result of natural selection is evolution, right? We talk about the gray wolf. All living canines today extend from the gray wolf, except for the African wild dogs. They're not in that genome. But everything else extends from the gray wolf and it's called artificial selection. You know what I'm saying? 
My next slide talks about that, the corn. Uh, we talk about the mustard seed plant, right? Through artificial selection, human beings selected traits. You know what I'm saying? Right around the Hisi. Where you at? All right. You hear me? What you say now? I said you heard the clip, right? I couldn't really understand it, but go ahead. They was basically saying that you know white people can pick pick out certain traits. You know what I'm saying? They have a healthy baby, certain pick designer babies and all that. Man, come on, man, that's selecting traits. So you can't say that and just say evolution ain't real. Right or wrong? Please explain that to us. Yeah, that's correct. I mean, how can you? How how they learning that? How what was their example for them to pick out them traits? Somebody <laughs> had to go study it. <laughs> They just didn't guess working. They saw what nature was doing. It's bananas. You, you feel uh, me, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You know, I get it, though. Like, like they never talk about how we was domesticated, though, huh? Through selective breeding. Remember I did that lecture, y'all? We'll break that yeah, they did that to us, man. They selected the traits that was more favorable. You know what I'm saying? For us to go ahead and act the way we acting right now. It's funny. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> but there you go. Right? There I'm about to get off here. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I see, I see certain people in the chat room. Let me get out of here, man. Anyway, at the end of the day, the real point is, uh, the real serious point is, is that Darwin could very well have been a racist. Adolf Hitler could have very well used evolution to put people in the oven. But at the end of the day, that has absolutely nothing to do with evolution. People are evil. Evolution is just a natural occurrence in nature. Let me close with that. Hey, make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure y'all subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, go to the real black atheist on fire. Make sure y'all subscribe there. Go to abjuwear.com. All right, uh, we got the boots, we got the shoes. Come down to the black dot bookstore. Hey, what's the date on the class? Uh, uh, Ben 25th, 25th. We got a flyer to show the people real quick. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going to be at the Black Dot Bookstore Cultural Center in Lithonia, Georgia. The address is 6984, 6984 Main Street, Lithonia, Georgia, 30058. Man, come on down. Y'all can see me, man. I'm being the building. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be there, man. Y'all see it? See my screen? Yeah, we can see the screen. Yes. Is gentlemen and ladies, warriors, and everybody else that want to come out, man. It's a black power powwow. Ujawu, God Killer, myself, Black Panther. Gonna be going over the Egyptian hieroglyph scientific literacy. I will be doing a piece on African spirituality, cultural bookstore, 6984 Main Street, Latonia, GA 30344. Saturday, August 25th, 6 to 9 p.m. Y'all come on out and support us, man. Yeah, come out and support us, man. It's free. You know what I'm saying? Come buy some shoes. Buy some boots. 
You know what I'm saying? Support yourself. Free knowledge. Huh? Knowledge. That, that just lets you know, like I said earlier, we don't do this for money. We uh, do this really? to see no, positive I change in the community and to see things shift. You know, so it's free. Come on out. If you want to buy some shoes, you can buy some shoes. But to get this, this knowledge, free. Because the knowledge is free, but the shoes cost money. Oh, yeah. yeah. The knowledge is free, but the shoes cost money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I know one thing. From six to three, that ain't going to work. No, it ain't from six to three. What you mean? I mean, I mean six to nine. That ain't gonna work. Three hours with y'all three. It's my store, man. I can keep it open as long as I want. They can't put us out, Ben. They can't cut it short. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just talk for the, for the listening audience. That's sixty nine. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna be out bad, man. It's Ujawu that's gonna do it. It's Ujawu gonna do it. Hey, hey, Nahis, you coming out? Yeah, I come out though. Oh man, we ain't put you on the flyer, yo. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm used to it. That's some bullshit. Get us. Oh, we're gonna I'm gonna make we're gonna make one. When the when the 25th, weekend at the next. I'm gonna make a fly with you have your face on that, yo. Killed you. Yeah, we hey, this I tell y'all what, the pseudos are so damn pseudo that they don't even have a building. That's how pseudo they is. <laughs> Think about it. Man, I'm getting out of here, man. It's so hold on, Ben. Don't go yet. We're gonna get off. No, come on, bro. It's so pseudo. The only place they can go is on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like Damn. they can't go to their own store or their own building and teach nothing. They gotta stand outside. They can't even stand outside. I'll see in the car. Crazy, yo. They gotta be in the car. Hey, the heat. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> ah. Oh, nah, nah. <laughs> he said, "I'm sitting in their car." Damn, ah. Nah, nigga, y'all is crazy, yo. Them niggas, <laughs> ah, yo. Ah, pseudo Lex be in the car rocking. Yo, be rocking. Oh, man, this dude said he don't believe in building. Okay, man, we gotta go, Ben. He, he, <laughs> if we keep this dude in the chat. <laughs> Where do you live? <laughs> He ain't say that. You couldn't have meant that stolen yeah, mine. Yeah. Where you don't you live with? Oh, you live in a building? So where the hell he go when it's a thunderstorm? <laughs> <laughs> Unscientific. <laughs> Tell you, man, they, they ain't read no books, man. It don't make no sense to watch their YouTube channel. They can't give you no sources, direct you to no real work. I'll go back and do another hundred videos. See? Hey, stole my thanks for that free advertisement, bro. I'm gonna let you go ahead and rock out. Make about 10 more videos, yo. Let's keep it going, yo. Made <laughs> by the white man. He's so he man, he's so scared of the white man. Hey, I bet you he take that motherfucking uh vaccine. He talking shit. Shit. <laughs> talking bullshit, yo. They talking crazy. They get sick, yo. They run right to a hospital. Science, evolution. And the medicine they take, check this out, y'all. The medicine that they're going to take and give you at the hospital is evolutionary minded, bro. Trust me when I tell you that. It ain't got to be the hospital. It could be Walgreens. <laughs> you ain't got to go to the hospital. Go to Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Eckerd's, whatever you got, man. 
Don't play with your health, man. I'm serious. Honey, yo. I'm serious. Don't play with your health, man. Yeah, come on with the yeah, come on with the video, man. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yo, that shit crazy. Right. We're gonna shut it down, y'all. Appreciate y'all hanging with us. Hey, we had fun, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh make sure y'all hit the like button. Uh, we got 58 likes. I appreciate that. We got 49. The three dislikes is uh uh stole of mine, uh pseudo lex, and, and some arbitrary numb nuts somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's the three dislikes. Man, hit the bell so you know we go live. Uh, go to the Armin Raw Squad Media. This is where we at. All right. Go to the Armin Raw Squad. Uh, no, go to the Real Black 80s on Fire. Make sure y'all subscribe to the uh, Masi Clan Warriors. Uh, go, go and subscribe to the uh, Shashi Mani Melanetcha. Uh, powerful groups. Oh, man. Appreciate y'all coming through. We want to do this on a regular basis. Uh, it was a few references that I left out. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put them in the um, I, I'll put them underneath here. I'll put the websites in there, put the, the references so the pseudos can go start reading. Maybe they'll start reading. That's what they need to do. Start reading and leave me alone. I'm a raw squad up man, black African power man. Y'all already know what it is. <laughs>